Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. co-host coach Mia thank you Seth good to be back great to have you back yeah last week we had Bray we had Bray Bray was in the house director of basketball operations he awesome. was our producer and kind of sit in oh he did both he, he did a little <laughs> bit of both he was he was on it it was great good we had a great show if you did not listen to our last show go to fivestarlife.org uh, and also you can go to listen to the show anywhere that podcast platforms actually stream these shows five star life with coach seth uh check it out you can actually look at all the archived episodes he kind of threw out a little, little bone to everybody too he said if you go to you know uh, one of our one of our podcasts and you share it with someone just send him an email at, at coach brit five star life and he's going to give uh, a parent a grandparent a free m- membership for a month to their son oh, wow. daughter grandson granddaughter Nice. Yeah. So deal's still on. So if you like this show, mm-hmm. go listen to it and share it with somebody. Again, anywhere, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere that podcasts are played. And please subscribe. Subscribe. We are just starting this. Mm-hmm. So you can be some of the first subscribers, p- first people to share it. Uh, we, we just have not historically been good at this. So mm-hmm. we're now pushing this out there because everybody that listens says it's really helpful. So leave us a review too. Yeah, we want reviews. Only good ones though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love I love feedback. That that is, and we're going to get into this a little bit. We're going to talk about motivation today. Um, and, and so I love feedback. Some people don't like feedback. Um, I love the the things that make us get better. Uh, guests you wish we'd have or topics you wish we'd cover. Um, I can't do anything about my voice. Uh, oh, Mia, Mia has a great voice. She's got a great voice. Seth does Bray too. has a great voice. I, I, I am what I am. Um, but if you just tuned in, you're brand new to the show, go to Five Star Life to learn more about the mission we're on. We're on a mission to change culture, education, sports. And we're doing this really following research. We've been researching for 18 years. And at the core of a person's success or failure is an operating system that determines how we look at ourselves in the mirror, how we treat the people around us, our work ethic, our goals and our dreams. Everything is encapsulated in this mindset. We called it mindset. It's operating system. Uh, you can learn more at fivestarlife.org. We are we are taking this concept to public schools across Michigan and across the nation. And last year, 27,000 kids a week, Mia. And we have big goals. And if you're listening and you don't have five-star life at a school near you or in your community, you can be the catalyst that makes the introduction. Mm-hmm. Again, fivestarlife.org. Encourage you to go there and check it out. So today we're going to talk actually about one of the lessons we just filmed. We're in studio. We just filmed a lesson for kids. And we did this seven-lesson series on motivation. Our theme is breakthrough. We're trying to help kids. As, as I go across the nation, Mia, there's, there's so many kids, parents, and teachers that just say, kids just have no motivation. 
And there's a lot of reasons for that. A lot of it is the technology. Um, we talk a lot about that. But we did the seven lesson series on motivation. And the, the seventh lesson we filmed today uh, really breaks down motivation from a different viewpoint. Um, Harvard professor David McClellan, who we've referenced before, mm-hmm. he spent his whole career uh, studying motivation. And he says that we have, as humans, three driving factors, things that motivate us. The first one is we're, we're motivated by achievement. The second one is we're motivated by affiliation, which I just refer to it kind of simpler terms for the here and now is connection. Okay. And the third one is power. So, you know, there's three core motivating factors that we all are kind of driven by and people who are driven to achieve, they like to set uh, big goals and then go after them. They uh, really like getting feedback and coaching. Um, they, they, They really, oftentimes these people like to work alone. They kind of like to be dialed in and just go get it done. So people who are motivated by achievement uh, that, that, that's you. So just as I'm talking, you can think about which thing kind of motivates you. The second one is the, the motivator of connection. There are people who are motivated purely by being part of a group. Um, they don't want to be left out. They don't want to be alone. They want to be included. Um, they would rather, you know, be a part of a team and work with people than compete and, you know, work against someone. Mm-hmm. And often these people are, are, are not real excited about taking risks because they'll be out on an island. They want to be a part of that whole group decision. And then the third motivating factor is power. And surprisingly, not surprisingly, um, these people are motivated by what? Being in control, mm-hmm. being in charge, influencing others, impacting others. These people love to win Everything's a competition. They love being in the spotlight. And uh, that, that sums up people who are really motivated and driven by power. Interesting. <laughs> I came late to this lesson, so I'm learning here right when you, <laughs> with you all. So which, uh, me putting you on the spot, mm. you can, you can, I mean, again, we're, we're a combination of all three, mm-hmm. right? It's not like we're just one. But Dr. McClellan says that we all have a primary or dominant motivating driver. Really? I, I was thinking about, because I knew you were going to ask me this question. Uh, it's like different situations. I feel like I'm motivated, you know, by a different uh, one of those. I, I Gosh, I can, I don't, I don't know what my dominant would be. Probably control. Power. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to admit that. <laughs> you want to be in control. You want to, you want As power. I say, I don't know, but I do know. <laughs> So, you know, in this, in this lesson, and everybody's got something different. And these, these are things that we're motivated. They're motivating factors in our life. And what we taught kids is if you want to live a five-star life and go beyond just success, because all of those motivating, motivating factors can drive you to, to a level of success mm-hmm. using connection, using achievement, using power, you can reach and you can attain a certain level of success. But if you want to live a five-star life, we challenge kids to go deeper and move beyond just success and step into a place of, of significance. And yes, you may be motivated 
uh, by achievement, uh, connection, or power, but you are motivated to achieve, be connected, or have power from a place of love or a place of fear. So think about this. There are so many people who are motivated to, motivated to achieve because they fear that they will never measure up. There are so many people who are motivated to be connected because they fear being rejected or left out or being isolated. And there are people who are motivated by power because they feel that this this moment of being powerless, maybe something happened to them, that they want to be in control because they, they want freedom. They fear not having freedom. And so there, there's a lot of research that says that fear is a is really the most popular motivating factor. It's fear. Um, but I believe there is something far more powerful and the single most powerful motivating factor is love. So there's these three motivating factors Dr. McClellan talks about. Achievement, connection, power. I believe that all of those motivating, motivating factors can be rooted in something beneath those is something that drives to what level you're going to use those things. It's going to be fear or love that drives those things. And when you say love, love for yourself, love for others. Uh, it can be, it can just pure love. Pure love. So, so you're doing this out of a, a love for people, a love for what you do, a love for the world, a love for yourself. So, so, because fear, and, and I'm not sure, I think we have just a, a few seconds left in this in this segment, but fear often, um, it is often associated and drives us to end up um, r- really becoming selfish. Like mm-hmm. fear always, at the core, it moves us inward to ourself, right? When we're motivated to achieve out of fear or love or connect or, or have power for ourselves. And so we're going to pause there. I want to come back and wrap this up in the next segment. We're out of time. Uh, On the break, go to fivestarlife.org. Learn more. Maybe take a minute to share this episode with a friend or coworker at fivestarlife.org. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the Five Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my co-host, Coach Mia. Thanks, Seth. And wow, talk about conviction, (laughs) what we're talking about. Holy smokes. It's just interesting as as you dive into what motivates you. I mean, what is at your core? What drives you every day? What gets you up in the morning? Why do you make the decisions you do? It's fascinating to study human motivation and what is at the core. And if you just join the conversation, uh, we're talking about core motivators. And there are three driving factors, according to research uh, of Dr. McClelland. Uh, he says achievement, connection, and power. And what I'm suggesting is there's something even a little deeper that is at the foundation of achievement, connection, and power, those are rooted in our, our desire to, out of, out of a desire to love or out of fear. So, you know, 
I've heard multiple people. I remember seeing an interview with Will Smith and he said, like somebody asked him what motivates you. And he said, um, he said, fear. Mm. And they said, fear of what? He said, fear of being broke. I always had a, to this day, I'm scared to death of being broke. Scared to death. Makes no sense. I've got millions in my bank account, but I'm scared to death of being broke. And he, he made a, a statement said, you know, greatness lives on the edge of destruction. And I, 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 I listened to that. And I thought about that for years. Thought, That's an interesting comment. And I think it's very true if you're motivated by fear. I just watched, have you watched the Netflix, uh, I, it's, I think it's a series on uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. Now that guy is totally rooted in love like everything he did I mean it's very fascinating because and he was motivated by those three in everything so it yeah interesting yeah yeah so so I think that you know when you think about greatness living on the edge of destruction yes if if you are living and motivated by fear you that fear is a horrible taskmaster uh, taskmaster what did I say uh, taskmaster, <laughs> having a hard time with the English language today. Uh, it, it's a bad slave driver, right? Mm-hmm. But you are enslaved by fear. So what we're challenging kids to do, and everybody that's listening to this program to do, is to think about what truly is at your core. Are you motivated to achieve, be connected, or have power, and use that to achieve success out of fear, out of love? As we as we talk about this too, as a parent, I'm like, gosh, how many, you know, fearful <laughs> things did I put in my children? And, and is some of that from, you know, what we've learned? Oh, it's, it's learned behavior. And it, it is something that as a parent, I, I have learned to be so aware of this. I can't remember when I learned this, but I just started to, when I, when I had the epiphany that I could be rooted in love or rooted in fear, it was a game changer for me as a parent. Parenting is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It is so hard because every kid and every scenario is different. So <laughs> there's these moments when our kids are little and me and Sarah are like, we got this down. We're awesome parents. We're knocking <laughs> out of the park. And then you're like, no, we're horrible parents. We don't know what we're doing. And it's like, yeah. that's parenting. And so that's the challenge. But it, it gave me a whole lot of peace when I realized like as a parent, when I am motivated, I mean, because think about this achievement, connection, power. Those are all things we want with our kids and for our kids. But if, if we're rooted in love, it just brings such clarity to those moments with your kids because you can quickly do a scan of your motive and, oh, this is fear right now. My reaction right now, what I'm feeling, what I'm about, what's about to roll off my tongue is absolute fear. I'm fearful of the decision they're going to make. I'm fearful that they're not going to work hard enough. I'm fearful that they don't get what they're doing. I'm fearful that they're not listening to me. I mean, it's just fear, fear, fear. Mm -hmm. Instead, when you flip over to love, is it love? It's amazing how that, I can't explain this, but when you shift, when I shift over to love, it's almost like a light is shed in my mind and in my soul and all these wrong, fearful motivators. It's like they just, They'd start flying. Like it, you can see them quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's fear. That's fear. That's fear. Like, okay, so what am I even talking about here? I need to go back and think about what, what do I need to do in this situation? 
But how would you shift to love? Like, do you ask yourself, like, what am I afraid of? Like, what's driving me? Or As soon as I recognize it's fear, that is my trigger to just shift to love. I'm just trying to think about uh, and verbalize how I mentally do this. But it's literally, I'm irritated. I mean, fear can come out for me with irritation, with control, with... Uh, whatever, Mm -hmm. different responses. Mm -hmm. So it's quickly saying, okay, this is fear. So I'm going to pause. And usually it's just pausing and recognizing this is fear. I got to go find love because if I'm not, if what I'm going to say isn't rooted in love, it's not going to be wise. It's not going to be the right thing at the right time. Mm -hmm. It could be, there could be some factual things to what I'm going to say, but love gets to truth. Love deals in truth and deals in, in the immaterial thing that actually brings healing and wisdom and influence and support and all these things come from love. And so I want to go back to the drawing board, whether that's taken a minute, whether it's taken five minutes and say, okay, what am I upset about? What would love do? What do I need to do in this situation? And until I have love, I might not do anything. I guess I'm kind of um, reflecting as I think there was a time in my life too that fear was even like feeling like if I had conflict with people, I wanted to resolve it quickly, whether I did it the right way or not, because I, I was fear. I didn't want to have that feeling. Mm-hmm. And now thinking about that, I'm like, gosh, if I just would have paused in which I can do now, you know, and taken a moment, like I wouldn't have blown up some yeah. you know, relationships or. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm a person that likes to hit things head on. So it's like, let's do this now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if I don't do it now, then it won't get resolved. And we're just, you know you know, brush it under the rug. But I don't think you start in fear. I, I, you do because you know the power of real-time coaching, we call it. Sure, 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 sure. Right, yeah. So, so but I'm, I'm telling you that I had a fear of if I don't deal with this now because I'm all about dealing with it in the moment because mm-hmm. I believe in the power of the moment, but not if you're in fear, mm. right? Okay. So I would have to say, hold on. I, yes, I want to deal with this, but I need to pause until I can get to love. Mm. Because if I deal with this in fear, the outcome is, will not be what I want. So I'm going to get to love. And as a parent, we have to give ourselves a break. We're not perfect. And sometimes we feel like we have to do what the book says or do what even Coach Seth says on this show. <laughs> and you got to take that pressure off yourself because that's fear. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the most, this is a powerful turning point in my life as a parent. And I still have not arrived. Like it's, it's, I'm still human. There's moments where you don't get it right. But it's, it's given me a whole lot of peace and clarity. And, and actually power, because love is the most powerful motivating factor in the universe. And when you get there, it's like it changes your body language, it changes how you go about those interactions. Mm-hmm. So interesting because it, it is true when people are rooted in love, they just bring it to the table and it, it almost calms you, you know, especially with conflict. and Yes. So your energy... It, it, when it's love, love can can de has this de escalating property, right? Mm-hmm. Not all the time because the person has to choose. If they're stuck in their moment and they can't hear you, love recognizes that probably, right? It recognizes like because when you're loving, you're able to absorb and and perceive where that person is. When you're in fear, you're stuck in your own world, right? You're stuck. You can't. Fear does not allow you to properly perceive. Your perception is not 
perfect. Perfect love drives out fear. And, and it allows you to pr- get a proper read. And so you can say, okay, they can't even receive anything I'm about to say, so it's okay. I could step back. We'll come back to this in a little bit. We'll come back to it when, when, when they're ready. And sometimes if you're parenting teenagers like I am, they're never ready. <laughs> and so, but in love, it's like, hey, I'm just letting you know, like in, in a half hour, we're going to have this conversation. So we're not going to have it now. I want you to think about this. We're going to have this conversation. That is super helpful. Mm-hmm. All right. So again, if this content is helpful, think about the fact that this is the fun part about Five Star Life is this is the content that we're bringing to public schools all across the nation. Teaching that this is the stuff that relationships are made of. This is the stuff that success is made of. This is the stuff that this nation, the culture of our nation, is going to be shaped by these values, these principles. You can go to fivestarlife.org to bring this to a school, to a group near you. You can also share it everywhere podcasts are listened to. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my co-host, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. So we've been talking about this idea of motivation. There are three, according to Dr. David McClellan, there are three driving motivational factors that we have as human beings. One is a, uh, a motivation to achieve. The second one is the motivation to be connected. And the third one is the motivation to have power. And these are the, the core things that motivate us to achieve and to succeed. And what we challenge five select kids to do is to go a little deeper and to think about like, yes, being motivated to achieve, to be connected to have power, those in and of themselves can create a certain level of success and achievement. But if you want to live a five-star life and go beyond just success and live a life of significance, everybody, Mia talks about success, but there are, I mean, you see and you hear from people who reach high levels of success that they're not happy. Mm-hmm. And it's because what they're doing is not rooted in significance. It's not significant and it's not rooted in love. So it's rooted in self. And so in, in this lesson, we, we tell kids about this, this kid named Sam Khan who was born in Nigeria, the African nation of Nigeria, and uh, raised there, but before high school, his family relocated to the United States. He became a, a great athlete in three sports. He was so good in football that he got a full-ride scholarship to play football and was so good in college as a running back that he uh, played in the NFL for six years, played for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, played for the Green Bay Packers. And 
And so, you know, a lot of people would stop and think, okay, I mean, huge success. Check the box. Success. You have achieved. If your motivation is achievement, you have hit the jackpot. You made it to the NFL. If it's power, you've got some power. You've got some influence. If it's connections and relationships, you've got all kinds. You've got networks Mm -hmm. from college, from NFL. You are networked. Success. But Sam Kahn's, his, his true motivation was not rooted in achievement of success. It was in significance. His whole motivating factor the whole time was not to play in the NFL. It was to get his medical degree to become a doctor. See, Nigeria is, it has one of the worst health infrastructures in the world. And his dream was to become a medical doctor because he wanted to influence people in Nigeria. So it's so interesting because there are so many, so many people in the NFL that they, they arrive, they, they, they achieve a certain level of success. Uh, they get out of the league and they have no clue who they are when they take off the helmet and they have no clue what they want to do from that point on. So their level of success is so limited. That's why we're challenging kids. Don't follow that model. Think and prioritize significance like Samcon did. So. No, I was just, I, I think though kids see that success and they see the money and they see the influence that they have and they, they, think that that's what happiness is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what, I mean, the music, the culture, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's instant success. Now, if you've followed those people for a few years, I mean, <laughs> most, most people in the hip hop culture, they, they die young. <laughs> they have quick success and then they die young because their lifestyle. Is that success? Is that significant? No, they're forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so, so it's something that we, we, we want to change. And the only way, only way you change that is helping them reimagine and rethink and get a different mindset on what truly matters in life. And it's, it really ties in with our five life value of, of sacrifice, which we define as giving up something now for something be- better later on or giving up something I want to do to help someone else, to serve someone else. And so we're challenging kids to say, listen, y- y- if you just want success, just follow those three motivational factors achieve, be connected, seek power, you'll achieve a certain level of success. Will you be fulfilled at a deep level? No. All the research says you won't. You've got to sacrifice success for significance and dig a little bit deeper into your motivation. And it comes down to, will you choose to be rooted and motivated like Samcon from a place of love? I want to help. I want to be a healer. I want to help my nation. I want to help my people. I'm sorry for the background noise. We have a noisy studio. We must have an emergency. Prayers to whatever's going on out there right now. I always say a prayer when I hear sirens, somebody's emergency. Pray for those in need. Again, that's a place of love. Mm -hmm. So, so, so kids have a choice to make. I can be totally focused and wrapped up in my world 
in achieving in my friends, in my power, or I can sacrifice that and say, I'm going to be rooted in love and make sure everything is driven by a love for self, a love for others, a love for the world. I love that you say giving up something that you want to do, you know, first and do something for somebody else. I think that's so powerful. And I love when you see like my grandkids, you know, give a toy. I mean, they're little, you know, like three years old, but they know like, oh my gosh, if I give this toy away, somebody else is going to be happy. So I think, it, but somewhere along the line, then when does that, you kind of get selfish and you don't see that anymore. You don't feel that. Well, they, they learn. It's a learned behavior. When, when, when you share your toy so that they can have a toy, but then maybe you want it back a little bit later and another kid holds on to it and they don't want to give it back, their little brain doesn't understand that. Like, okay, so I guess sharing is bad. Mm. So that's when they start. To, it's just, it's just the, the real world. It's just, I'm not saying they're bad kids. It's just what kids, yeah. it's what kids do. <laughs> it's what adults do, right? Mm-hmm. And so when they don't reciprocate, they start to question, what is this thing of love, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they forget the feeling they had when they shared, right? And, and, and that's a whole nother, whole nother topic. But, you know, the thing that we're asking kids to think about is if you will really start to think about what motivates you instead of being motivated, because when you think about being motivated and driven by fear, NFL athletes, not all of them, but if they aren't rooted in love, they're rooted in fear. And it's the fear of, I've never had anything. It's, it's what I mentioned in the first segment about, mm-hmm. uh, about Will Smith. He, he always feared being broke. So now if you, if you have resources and you fear being broke, that doesn't make you a very, I'm not saying he's not generous. That's what I'm saying. But my point is, if you're rooted in fear, you aren't generous because sure. I've got to hold on to it because I might be broke. How much is enough? And so you see people who are very wealthy that hold on to their money, and you see people who have very little money that are free with it. It's all about their mind. It's what they're rooted in. has nothing to do with the amount. has everything to do with the mindset. It's a motivation of love or motivation of fear. And it, it changes you from successful, according to the world standards, mm-hmm to significant and being fulfilled. And it's, it's why it's so interesting. We, uh, 20 years ago, uh, took a missions trip, multiple missions trips to Mexico, took groups of kids to Mexico to, um, the, I mean, crazy poverty, um, slums, trash dumps. I mean, abject, the, the stuff you see on TV, but you can't smell it through the TV and you go there and my mind could not understand how these moms, these little kids could be smiling and happy. But if they have love, they can be so much more happier than we are because what's the definition of success? Is it success or significance? So they freely share, they give, they all pool their resources. It's, it's such a different culture. Again, I'm not saying everywhere in poverty is like that, but you see a lot of that happening. Mm-hmm, you do. What's the difference? And, and who has a more fulfilled life? See, sometimes the joke is on us, the successful people. It's very interesting. All right. We got to take a quick commercial break. I want to encourage you, 
at the brick, would you please share this with a friend, a coworker, a family member? You can listen to this anywhere podcasts are played. Leave us a review, like this, subscribe to this show. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Rooted in love over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Th- this. What do you think about this topic? Oh my gosh, I'm really being convicted. <laughs> now you understand what Bree was talking about. Yes. Holy smokes. This this whole idea of motivation is phenomenal. I encourage you. You know, it's so interesting. So statistically, research says that the average adult has a an emotional intelligence uh, of a 13 year old, um, and and that is that is because most of us aren't intentional about continuing to grow and develop our mindset and our emotional intelligence and, and pay attention to what drives us, what motivates us, our reactions. Um, so, you know, like anything, if you if I stop working out, I won't build muscle. I won't maintain muscle. I'll lose it. And I think when you think about things like your mindset and what motivates you and how you interact with yourself, how you interact with others, if you're not learning and developing and, and, and not intentional, then you will just stay right where you're at. And this is why schools across America are reaching out to Five Star Life and implementing our programs because they're seeing the toxic culture and saying we, we need resources and groups like Five Star Life and programs that will address these things and give kids some things, some tangible uh, steps and tools that they can latch onto to start to shift. So th- this idea that that humans are motivated by three basic things, achievement, connection, or power. And what we've been talking about today is that if you want to go from just success, because yes, um, if you're motivated by achievement or connection or power, you can reach a level, you can attain a level of success. But if you want to be significant, which there's just far too few people that live significant lives where there's that richness, like what is true wealth? What, what are true riches? Our culture teaches us that it's the number of zeros in your bank account that it's the car you drive, the house you live in, the clothes you wear, the restaurants you dine at, Um, your lifestyle is really, that, that, that to this world is success. But there's, there's, there, there has to be some pushback on that because if we have that in America and it's the wealthiest nation in the history of the world, then why aren't more people happy? Why are there record levels of anxiety, of depression, and of suicide? Why are more people struggling on drugs? Why, 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 why? It's because we've been taught to chase success. 
and what we should be pursuing is significance. So the question becomes, what, what brings significance? And ultimately, at the core of this is this gushy word we call love that is so misused, so misrepresented, but it's the foundation of, of significance. It's the, it's the foundation of, of peace. It's the foundation of great relationships. It's the, it's the foundation of, of achievement, of connection, and even of power. So think about this. What if every single person was motivated to achieve from a place of love? They, they pursued achievement, but they helped others achieve along the way. What if everybody was motivated to be connected, but it was rooted in love? So they used their connections, their relationships, and they looked out for those who had none, and they brought people together. That's significance. What if everybody who had power leveraged their power from a place of love and used their power to empower those who had none? That right there is the vision that wakes me up every day. That's the vision of Five Star Life. That's the mission. And everybody has to make a decision every day whether they're going to pursue success or whether they're going to sacrifice personal individualized success and be motivated by that and say, I'm going to sacrifice, I'm going to give that up and I'm going to shift over into love. Yes, I'll achieve. Yes, I'll be connected. Yes, I'll have power. Be powerful. We want kids to be powerful. We want kids to be in politics and to have wealth and money and influence to achieve great things. But from a place of love. Because that way, guess what's going to happen? They're not going to get to the NFL, take the helmet off, and have no clue what their purpose is. Because they're going to be living their purpose every day. Because it's about others. Mm-hmm. It's bringing the others into the into the picture. And, I mean, as you speak and make, give these examples of, um, don't you think of certain people? Like, I think we have some incredible donors that have had great success, but, my gosh, they have been incredible to us and to other organizations because they have purpose. Yes. Yeah. And I think, I think of people like you and Jim and, and, uh, and you guys don't like me to talk about this, but um, you know, I, there are, there are not many people I've met in the world who you, y- and, and again, you, I know you guys hate this, but instead of getting lake houses and boats and things like that, you guys have poured it into kids and it's just, it's significant. What you guys are doing is significant. I'm a testimony of your generosity. So I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if it weren't for your support, encouragement. And and, and I just know, it, you know, from you and Jim's perspective, you got to be looking at what Five Star Life's doing and kind of watching me grow. And that's got to that's gotta help you feel significant. That's rewarding. I just got a, a text message from somebody I haven't heard from in years. He was a kid that I impacted in my hometown 20 years ago. I get those texts and it makes me feel, he's like, hey, I want to come see you. Mm -hmm. I want my kids to meet you. That makes me feel significant. It's not why I do it. Mm -hmm. It's based out of love. But it's like, oh, wow. That's so cool that this kid didn't follow in the footsteps of his father who abandoned him. He was a fatherless kid. Mm -hmm. Abused kid. And he is an amazing father. 
who's in business, who's successful. That make that that is priceless. You can't put a price price tag on it. And we don't do what we do for that, but I believe that those, you know, when they reach out or, you know, I got a note from Tiffany not too long ago and I was just like, oh my gosh, she's a mother, you know, and she just wanted to say hi. And you're so proud. And I, I believe that God gives those to me, you know, like, yes, you're making a difference because you don't always get to see, you know, the, the success of these kids. Well, and, and that is what that is. That's true connection. Because it was rooted in love, there's true connection that, I mean, 20 years later, 10 years, 12, 15 yeah. years later for, for Tiffany. So years later, there's true connection because it was rooted in love. So the things we try so hard to achieve out of fear don't last, right? Mm-hmm. But the things out of love, it's it's amazing. And, and, the, and the fun thing when you're rooted in love is what truly gives me joy is seeing their success. It's just like you, it's, it's like your kids. You're so excited to see them succeed. It's not because you did anything. It's just because it's, it's rooted in love. You're so happy. It's fulfilling when they win. Others winning is so fulfilling because you got to share in it. Yeah. That, that is, think about if, if we can take this message, if we can teach kids to do this, we will change culture folks, but we need your help. This is great that you listen to this podcast, you listen to this radio program. My question is, what is your role to be a part of this? Every person that gets involved takes five-star life to another level. You extend the message, you extend the impact. That really is how I want to wrap this program up. I am so grateful that people listen to this. You know, one simple step to expand and take a step, share this program, subscribe to it. Um, There are some incredible shows that we have archived. There's there's probably a show for just about anything that a friend of yours or your kids are dealing with that I encourage you to go back and start listening to and have have a family conversation based on these things. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you so much for subscribing, for sharing this. Really want to encourage you to go to our website, check out the opportunities there are to get involved volunteering, to donate to different projects, or to even reach out to a community group near you to bring Five Star Life. You could be the catalyst that brings it to your city, to your school, to your state. Thank you so much for tuning in. That's all for this week. We'll see you next time at Five Star Life. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.